The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. This is the news and why it matters. We talk about the important stories and why. Why? Why? Why they matter. Why is this so important? Why did you pick this story? Why does this matter? We give you the news and we tell you why. Why? 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 Why it matters to you. This is the news and why it matters. Hi, I'm Sarah Gonzalez. Welcome to the news and why it matters. Glenn, what was the top story? Uh, I think it's still uh, the freak out of the media. Yeah, Jason. Uh, The indictment of the 12 Russians, how they actually got the evidence to finger those 12 Russians. Amazing story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I still think it's Helsinki fallout, but I want to talk about something else, and that is a foreseeable terrorist attack. Oh, okay. I don't, you know, I I don't, I'm glad you're not at Homeland Security because I don't panic when you say that. Uh, I I have to tell you, um, I'm kind of torn. Uh, Can we start with Jason? Because I think Jason's angle on this is more important than my angle, but I have a different angle on it too. Jason, you're up. Okay, so I did not know this. I knew that 12 Russians were indicted. I didn't know how they got to that or what until Big Boss Man told me to, hey, check this out, just talk to a lady on, or a guy on radio, and uh, they wanted to know what the evidence was. How, why should we believe this? Is it just from Democrats or what? So I looked into it. How they got to this indictment is insanely amazing and ridiculously scary all yes. at the same time. Now, I don't know if we can even see this chalkboard back here, but basically we're not sure who actually did this. We're thinking it's probably the NSA. I don't think it's a CIA, but someone in the intelligence community, probably the NSA. What they did was is they found out who these Russian GRU agents were. They found out who they were. Then they found out what their Bitcoin wallets were. Let's stop here for a right second. Right there, yes. Let's just stop here for a second. <laughs> we're ident- the NSA is able to identify 12 KGB agents. Now, I don't know if you've seen any movies, but those guys are pretty stealthy. They then find them and track their Bitcoin wallet. Now, here's where it gets spooky. So, and I'll even one-up that. They're actually even more sneakier than the KGB. This is the GRU, which is their military branch. Their whole point is to go in undetected and get out undetected. I mean, these guys are the real deal. So then they found out their Bitcoin wallet. Then they track their purchases. Now, as far as I know, that's impossible. Like, if you talk to someone that, said, that wants to do transactions privately or anonymously, go through Bitcoin, through the blockchain, they're not supposed to be able... It's all anonymous. Not right. That's somebody. part of the reason you want to do it. Yeah. The, almost the entire reason. <laughs> yeah. Right, it's a Silk Road. It's all yeah. that stuff. Right. I, have, I have Tika Tawari coming in tomorrow. He will know oh, we gotta if there's another that. way of doing it. Because I'm still holding out that there's, there's possibly a way to check it at the gate of the wallet... Mm-hmm. and then see where it lands on the other side. You shouldn't be able to do it, but maybe there is something that I don't know about. But th- and think about this. like If you are someone that's buying drugs on the Internet, buying human beings, this happens in the dark net, weapons, all kinds of stuff, you've got to be reading this indictment and going, holy cow, oh, crap. crap. Yeah. Seriously. I need a new business model. If, <laughs> if they can do this, that means everything that you've purchased, they probably know about it. Mm-hmm. They probably know about it. So then they went on from there. It gets even crazier. So then they track Bitcoin, which is supposed to be impossible. Then they find out that they bought a VPN, which stands for Virtual Private Network. That is how you get on the dark web. You can't even get on the dark web unless you use a VPN. Now, they bought a VPN, which is supposed to make them, again, anonymous. So all the things that they're doing, all the searches, all the uh, websites are going to, supposed to be completely dark. That's why it's the dark web. That's why it's the dark web. Track it. 
So then they found so you out through this. You can't track the VPNs, though. No, you're not supposed to. No, you can't. Okay, so that part's even brand new. Even yeah. the log. Okay. That. Yeah. So then they find out through this, through their Bitcoin, through B VPN, they leased, using Bitcoin, a, a server, a computer server in Malaysia. Now, again, all this stuff shouldn't be possible. How? They're doing it. So then they found out that these GRU agents were using a goose, the Goose for 2.0 persona, which is the person that started, was leaking uh, the, uh, the, the, the leaked the emails mm -hmm. and, and all that stuff out. Mm -hmm. They also found out that DCLeaks.com was being ran off this server by these GRU agents. So DCLeaks.com was the first place to start releasing the leaked emails. So if our government can do this, they can do anything. This is phenomenal information. The experts say this shouldn't be possible. Yes. Yeah. To put that in context. This is way beyond what Snowden said. Is it possible this isn't actually how it played out, though? Because what if they actually started at the bottom, at the end, and said, let's track DCLeaks.com and Guccifer and go backwards and go via the Malaysian server, and then that would be more... Okay, and I would say that would be even more impossible to do it backwards. Really? Because then, if you're going backwards... You shouldn't be able to see because they're using a VPN. What, I see what you're saying. You shouldn't be able the to see that. The first two steps and you're would only make seeing sense, but... You're only seeing numbers come across on okay. Bitcoin. You don't know who those numbers belong mm -hmm. to. Right, and then if you're, also, and then if you're going through the VPN, the purchases, yeah. that's even more encrypted. Yeah. You, can't even see, you can't go through the wallets to get to the purchases. Right. So, we don't, so no idea how this is happening, but that's pretty solid. Yeah. Now, come back to me now on now that I know this... I've said for the last day or two um, about Trump, he can, he's conflating all of it, okay? If you look over the chalkboard, there are now six items. I just went through five of them on the air, but six items. Only two of them are verified Russia, okay? And they're enough to say to Putin, knock it off. One is the Guccifer WikiLeaks, which we just showed you how they found that. The other one is social media, the FBI and Facebook and everything else track that one. We know those. Mm -hmm. We also know that somebody who was with the GRU or the KGB was in the Trump Tower. They tried to entrap Trump or they tried to get him to do it, but they didn't have anything. So there is no collusion there, but there was an attempt. Can I expand yes. on that? Mm -hmm. So, and that is very typical KGB era style tactics. They they always look into trying to get some kind of information, make something look bad, give the appearance of something to look bad, or make contact with someone that is running for president. They've been doing that ever since the 1950s. So okay. that is very very which common to do that. Manafort would know, which explains why Manafort got up out of that meeting pretty quickly and walked out because he knows this is a setup. This is not good. Okay, so. Those three things we know. We don't know about the Amwanaran, um, the, the guy who was working with Debbie Wasserman Schultz. And we also don't know about Hillary's server. Yesterday, the president said 30,000 emails. They have them. Anthony Weiner had them. Okay? But Strzok never looked at them. Remember? That, that was the whole thing. That was, in fact, Jim Jordan made that point in testimony. Correct. Over and over, he said, you received this, right, from... S Set on it for a year. Right, exactly. So you got it. He said, well, I didn't personally get it. He didn't admit that. He said, but we got it. The FBI got it, and he did not do anything. Okay. Yeah. So now we know. Now, put yourself in Donald Trump's shoes. You're watching television every day. You're seeing what the press is doing. You know what the DNC is doing. You know that Fusion GPS, you know it, was hired by the Democratic operatives. Okay? So you know that that 
That came from them. W was it into Russia? We don't know. We're not hearing anything about that. But we know the Democrats were involved. Amwanaran, we know that the Democrats are involved. The FBI and NSA had to be in charge of those two uh, investigations, okay? Mm -hmm. We already know what the NSA can do. Why haven't they done it with those two? So if you're Donald Trump and you're saying, wait a minute, Hillary's server, you didn't even look. And the guy who didn't look is the guy who was, who's telling me that maybe there's collusion? All of a sudden, I don't trust the NSA. I don't trust the FBI. I don't trust justice. I don't. I could say, look, yeah, I, I got that. Okay, that's really good. What about the rest of it, which he keeps saying? What about this? What about that? But he's not laying it out well. Imagine the brief. The, it, we, and we've just seen an, an unclassified indictment. Imagine the brief that he has gotten on how the NSA broke down Bitcoin, how they broke down a VPN and fingered these GRUs. And yet those same people yes. can't track the email server. Right. Right. They can't do that. We can't do that. Yeah. So to me, I actually, I feel bad for Donald Trump today. I really do. I feel, I wish I could go to the White House. I'm never going to go. But I wish I could go with my chalkboard and say, Mr. President, let me lay this out for you. Stop getting hung up on the word collusion. Yes. Yeah. That's a separate issue. Let me lay this out first. Yes. Because I understand now why you might have said, yes. he looked me in the eye. I don't know about this guy. He might be a bad guy. That's right. But I think you guys are because you're giving me these answers, but you're not strangely giving me any of these. So I don't trust you. Now, politically wow. speaking, wouldn't that be very advantageous if he said, listen, clearly... They were meddling. This is all going on. Let's investigate. The collusion didn't happen. Let's separate the two. Yeah, if he could lay this out like this, if I, if I were on Fox today and I was laying this out every day for the people, it would move and you would start to see an, a dislodging of, of the bad guys. It would start to move. Yeah. But nobody in the press is doing that. Nobody in the press can do it. Nobody... Nobody on the, on the mainstream press wants to do it, and Trump can't. Yeah. Uh, Doc, I want to make sure that we talk about whatever this... A foreseeable, foreseeable terrorist, terrorist attack. Yeah, that's, that's I right. haven't read about that. Do we have time the, here, or do you want to take a break first? Do, is it, uh, do you need time we to have, get into it? Do we have that much time to live? Uh, <laughs> I think we're okay. Okay, all right, then let's take I'm a break. Like listening to this podcast? If you're not a subscriber, become one now on iTunes. And while you're there, do us a favor and rate the show. This is the news. And why, 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 why it matters. Hey, it's Doc Thompson. If you like what you hear on the program, you should check out Pat Gray Unleashed. The podcast is available wherever you download your favorite podcasts. All right, Doc, tell us about this. We lived, by the way. It looks we lived, like we're good we right now. Right right this second, but it could happen at any time. Yeah. It could. It absolutely could. If, if there is a foreseeable terrorist attack, wouldn't that mean you respond to it, right? It's foreseeable. Something is coming. You would react to it. Well, that is one of the claims in the lawsuit of all of the victims or many of the victims from that massacre in Las Vegas at the Mandalay Bay Hotel and then the concert. When they sued Mandalay Bay and um, I think it was Live Nations and some of the other people who put the concert on, they cited a foreseeable terrorist attack that the concert people that put it on uh, did not properly train their staff for a foreseeable terrorist attack. If it's foreseeable, 
Why would you allow people to have a concert? Why wouldn't you have reported this? Mandalay Bay did this? That's Man the way they were there? Yeah, this is, this is them suing. So now wow. Mandalay Bay, and I think the Blaze, we've kind of gotten this wrong with our headline that we're carrying on the story about the Mandalay, um, that the Mandalay is now suing all of the victims. And they're suing as a countersuit to say, wait a minute, you guys do not have standing to sue us. We were not negligent in this. It's not our fault. And they cited a couple of things in, uh, in their original lawsuit against the Mandalay Bay. And one of them was that they didn't train the staff for the concert venue. And then the other things that they cited is that the MGM failed to properly monitor the Mandalay Bay, including who was entering and leaving the premises. No, they had all that. Are, but were they negligent? Did they not do that? When it you No, know, they did that. They saw him. He was very, very good. It, he took like seven trips. He right. knew exactly when to I mean, he concealed himself, them. right? Yeah. I don't think they're liable for that. No. The it's MGM, not like he walked in like, where do I put all this gun? <laughs> right. The MGM failed to properly respond to the killer shooting a casino security guard. Again, this all happened in... Minutes, minutes yeah. seconds, right? In fact, afterwards, we I don't know if we've fully gotten the story of how that all played out. They still don't, oh, no, I don't understand so. it. Third of the, of the four, uh, MGM failed to take adequate precautions against a potential killer stockpiling weapons and ammunition. Again, he did all that in those bags. How would you know? And the fourth, MGM failed to properly train employees how to identify suspicious behavior. Yeah, maybe. That one is kind of scary. You're in Vegas. <clears throat> what happens is. in Vegas stays in Vegas. The whole point of the city is it's sketchy. Shady. Yeah, that's it. I don't see MGM responsible at all in this. And I think it's quite reasonable that they would say, hey, we're suing all of the people that are suing us as a countersuit. They're not asking for money. They just want to shut down those lawsuits and um, not be liable in the future for anybody brings claims. So they're asking for uh, kind of a precedent to be set. Well, if they win, if the people win, it will mean the end of all outdoor concerts. And that's it. Yeah, and, that's but to cite it's a foreseeable terrorist, how is that foreseeable? What, what happened at the venue? What happened at the tower? That you would say it's foreseeable that someone would do that? How many events do we have a year? Concerts do we have? How many of them are attacked by terrorists? Do they have any? I wonder if they have, if there's more documentation that we just haven't seen. Like if there was a security guard that mentioned a suspicious... Caucasian male carrying, you know so, what I'm saying? Like, I'm thinking that's a pretty, I mean, like if that, I, could have said, I could have been on the air on September 10th and said, I'm telling you right now, airliners are going to be used as weapons and they're going to fly into buildings. No one would have believed it. Going to change their behavior yeah. at all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and I mean, I also, you know, if you said that even regardless of whether or not it was foreseeable, um, if you're going to say that someone is responsible for monitoring, you know, where an escape route should be or, you know, looking for suspicious activity. Couldn't you then put it on the individual person who's attending the event to say, hey, just in case anything happens, I should probably know where, what the layout is going to be and where to go. I mean, I don't, I just, it well, blows my mind that you could say that, you know, Live Nation, who put on the Live concert Nation, yeah. and all these other entities could somehow be responsible for but an event that takes place. Be. Right, that's what I'm saying. So if you're going to put there that responsibility are, on them, you could, you could just as easily put that on the individual. Their people are on the front line, too. Yeah. Right. I mean, right. what kind of monster do you have to be to go, hey, you know what? I bet somebody's going to shoot from that window. <laughs> that that doesn't right, have doesn't to happen. be a monster. The attack well, was so unprecedented on so many different levels. Yeah. I mean, that it was a force. I, 
I wonder if they just messed up with the wording there. I mean, like, they should, if they're trying to say they should have been prepared better, there's no way, I don't think, that you could prepare for that. And you can't prepare for everything. But there, there's a, been a push in the last couple of years to start blaming other people in any, I mean, all kinds of things. There's one person responsible for this, and it was Stephen Paddock. Mm -hmm. He's the one yeah. who killed all those people. 58 people dead, 400 others injured from gunshot wounds. He's responsible. Mandalay Bay, no, no executives there going, wow, I hope people get murdered today. This caused them a lot of trouble as a business. You don't want this kind of trouble. Right. One person is responsible. Well, this person's culpable in it. I'm tired of that stuff. We got to move beyond it. Yeah. Uh, Jason, you told me earlier you were just ready to go off on Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. <laughs> mm. So I'm going to give you the floor <laughs> to go ahead and do I that. Well, I want to note this is a white man going after a Hispanic woman. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a great point. Yeah, go ahead. I, uh, I, I, I literally, I, I don't know, I, I have a really hard time with all these new up-and-coming democratic socials. Really hard time. And not, not especially from what I was saying yesterday with this woman. Her, her, her story is, is the perfect example of a success, capitalist success story. Put her and her family in the same situation in Venezuela, put them in the Soviet Union, put them any, almost anywhere else that's oh, even, that, that, yeah, they don't, put Bernie Sanders in those cases. He cannot stay a government employee like that and, be, and have all that he has. It just doesn't happen. But anyway, this story I saw uh, in The Hill where they were talking about how she criticized her running mate, uh, Crowley, and saying that there's this weird New York uh, campaign law that says if people vote third party, mm -hmm. then he has to go on the ballot. So she saw that. Now, keep in mind, Crowley has already endorsed her, endorsed her given up, said, you, you, you won fair and square, it's all you. I'm not running. But because of that technicality, she has used that to go after him. Now, every, all of the uh, Democrats, uh, like, there's about four or five that I've read about have been coming out against her and saying, why are you attacking us? Mm -hmm. You need to stop doing all this stuff like out on your own. You have to start getting along with this. Literally four or five you know, high-ranking people have said this. Now, I've read some uh, journalists uh, say that, look, she's not going to make it. You know, she's got to learn to play with these people. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, no, she's doing exactly what she's what probably the progressive caucus is telling her to do. She's got, And I think actually the, the head of the progressive caucus actually said sometimes you have to step on toes when you're the new up and comer and, you know, you're the odd man out. Yes, that's exactly what they want. That's exactly they want a civil war, I believe, in the Democratic Party. They want to push it towards this Bernie Sanders mold that they think that they've now weaponized. They think that now they are taking over in a far more radical left way, the same thing that Bill Clinton, you know, weaponized back in the day, just in a different way. But he, the blue-blooded, you know, blue-collar uh, Americans, working Americans, that's what they're going after. They got away from that with identity politics, you know, with the, with the establishment uh, left now. Now they're going a hardcore left. And I think this civil war is beginning. They're saying that they're worried about the midterms uh, coming up, that they might lose it. I don't even, I, I personally don't think people like Cortez, people like, you know, uh, anybody in the Progressive Caucus is even worried about the midterms. I don't think they even really care at this point. They're playing a long game. They know that they have the momentum. And eventually, let's say four years from now, then they take it with a radically changed left at that point. Well, and it's benef it benefits her. She's going to get elected. I mean, she's in a Democrat district. She's likely going to get elected. So, and that's she, why she got right. elected for going against the absolutely. And she wants to build up as much momentum and power. And if you do that and you start attacking them, either they're going to come to you and give you more and more to shut you up, settle you down, or you're going to get your power base, your progressive caucus. It's interesting, right? Interesting, because I I watched the same. I, I read the same article about her, um, and I walked away shaking my head, going, "This is what they said to Ted Cruz." Look, you got to play along. You're never going to win. Don't worry. You're never going to win. Mm -hmm. So he's, he's a nobody because he won't play along. They win. Yeah. 
what, what was interesting to me was she's a radical. She is a left-wing socialist radical. Okay? That doesn't mean anything bad. Ted Cruz was a constitutionalist radical compared to, you know, anybody at the GOP. Mm-hmm. That's where people are headed. They want clear-cut, I know who you are, I know what you believe, I'm with you. And they're throwing out all these old, dusty people. The same thing that was happening with the Tea Party is not with the pussyhat people. It's with her. That's the beginning of their Tea Party. Yeah, uh, Jason, you mentioned identity politics. Did you guys see what Obama came out and said he was speaking in, I believe it was South Africa. Yeah. Did you see? And yeah. he, he's now calling Powerful. for... It's at theblaze.com. Yeah, well, and I think, I think we have time really quickly uh, if we could play what we have. But democracy demands that we're able also to get inside the reality of people who are different than us so we can understand their point of view. Maybe we can change their minds, but maybe they'll change ours. And you can't do this if you just, out of hand, disregard what your opponents have to say from the start. And you can't do it if you insist that those who aren't like you, because they're white or because they're male, that somehow there's no way they can understand what I'm feeling. That somehow they lack standing to speak on certain matters. Doctor that looked was, like <laughs> No, that was the Obama from the mm-hmm. 2004 DNC convention. You remember when mm-hmm. he spoke? Mm-hmm. If you go back and listen to that speech, what he said was amazing. We would all agree with most of what he said. But his goals to get to that supposed stated uh, goal, his, his path to get to that stated goal, was not what we wanted. Because he's going for a different role now. He's going for the great uniter. Well, isn't that convenient for him to pick after he's out of office? Mm-hmm. Golly, that's it. Just it. I watched that and I was trying to. I was like, I don't believe him. But so I'm thinking, I don't believe him based on how he was in office. So how is his own party going to believe that he is telling the truth on he's what not he really playing feels? For the party, he's just playing for himself. Yeah, I think he's playing for himself for the world stage and yeah, to be the you know the kingmaker. Yeah. Um, I don't think he cares about the Democrats at all. Hey, it's Sarah Gonzalez. And if you like what you're hearing on this program, you should check out the Glenn Beck program. The podcast is available wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze Premium subscribers. Become a premium subscriber at theblaze.com slash subscribe. This is the news. And why, 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 why it matters. Glenn, uh, human feces in San Francisco. I'm really pumped to talk okay, so, about this. Well, so am I. So am I. I spent a lot of time uh, on, uh, uh, you know, battling back and forth on a few things last night online because uh, I think I'm going to introduce a whole new San Francisco line for them. Uh, and uh, but I wanted to start with a public service. Okay. Now you know how you you go to some people's houses and they'll have a little sign in their yard. Don't you know? Please don't. You know. Let your dog poop on your grass, not mine. Yes, that kind of thing. my neighbor actually has one. It says no pooping. Right, okay. Dog. Yes. So 
Um, here's the here's the thing. I I, uh, I have you guys been in uh, San Francisco recently? Like Fifteen years. Ten years. Yeah, ten years. Okay, yeah. And it was my is my favorite vacation, hands down. It, the best city I've ever it been to. Is the greatest city in America. I think it is the greatest city in America. As far as beauty, things to do, you know, all that. Bar none. Now, you don't want to go. Uh, now, you know, it's a bad day when you're stepping in dog poop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's a worse day when you're stepping in human poop. <laughs> and underneath the human poop is a dirty needle. Okay? <laughs> That's the glory that is San Francisco. All right? So the city doesn't know what to do. There's more human feces on the streets than ever before. Now oh, that's saying something. You remember the hippie days? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I thought that I'm going to offer this to any San Francisco viewer uh, for free. We're just going to we'll put this up and you can, you, you can have this. But uh, we made little signs. Uh, no human pooping. Um, because I think, I think <laughs> that's clear enough for even those who are high on heroin to understand. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because if they can't read, they have the, they the have little the graphic. Little, yeah. They're like, oh, that looks like a person pooping. <laughs> and it's got the big slash through it, so I shouldn't do that. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. They actually find needles in the poop. Yeah, that, no, there's... That's a thing. Yeah, yeah there's no, there's... There's just, there's just needles all over the place, so you needles don't know where you'll find them. all over it, so people just them. take a dump and, yeah. Because that, that sounds like a Viet Cong, like, booby trap. You know, something like that. <laughs> I no, I don't I think that actually is. I a don't thing. think it's uh, no, I don't think that they're targeting people by yeah. placing secret needles in the poop. Just, <laughs> I know that was a, kind of a jump. Yeah. Yeah. It's just everything's being piled into right. the streets, Jason. Yeah. Yeah. Two communist governments. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Will you be making a sign no discarding your used needles? Would uh, no. there be one like no. that? Is that no, you can do whatever you want with it. <laughs> okay, just okay. don't poop, poop in the okay. street. Well, if you're not pooping in the street, you can see the needle and avoid the needle. Okay, that's true. So you don't need the sign. I think it's San Francisco that's found the way around the needle problem. They just decide, decided to go ahead and let people shoot up heroin, but they're providing safe facilities for them to go in and break the law and use illegal drugs anyway. What so, is it? Safe injecting? Mm-hmm. Safe injection sites, sites I believe. Yes. yes. That's an actual thing, yeah. which blew me away. Now, these, this story's been going around the last couple of days about how bad it is in San Francisco. And I saw the story and started reading. I was like, wow, that seems out of nowhere. But it's been going on for a while. Oh, yeah. I went four years ago. When was the Super Bowl in San Francisco? Super Bowl 50, maybe? I don't remember. Last Just few years. Last couple of years. Um, and I went. Pat went. Stu went. And my son. We all went. And we stayed at uh, Nicholas Cage's old house. Name dropper. Yeah. Well, he wasn't. He, didn't he wasn't there anymore. He's Did he know you guys now. were there? No, he's poor now. Um, this is after he lost oh, the okay. house. It went on Uber or went on, um, um, you know, Airbnb. Airbnb. And so we're staying there, and you know, he lives in a nice, you know, he lived in a nice house. Yeah. All right, nice neighborhood. Three, two blocks down from his house, on the corner, you're looking right at it, is the Bentley and Rolls Royce dealer. So it's really nice. Now, the only reason why we notice that is because of the human feces everywhere, all right? Walking down the street, needles, militant, angry, homeless people, to the point to where the three of us and my son, we're walking, and I said, I wouldn't want my wife walking outdoors. It's daylight. I wouldn't want my wife walking by herself or even with a friend I mean, I don't feel, I, we, the three of us and my son, we felt uncomfortable on the streets. 
It is a hostile place. It is, they're proving evolution in reverse. Man was an ape, mm -hmm. he became a man, now he's going back to ape, <laughs> and they're gonna be throwing crap at each other soon. That, this is insane, just hearing that San Francisco now is like this. The only, I've done a lot of traveling since, since I've come to work for you. One, the one place I can think of that even compares to that, that I even heard of something even similar, was in the, the really ghetto red light district of Liberia, Monrovia, Liber Liberia. Wow. Oh, Liberia. And, <clears throat> and so, I, so if you can imagine the, 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 this, the comparison there, like yeah. nowhere else where I've been, either it's the Middle East, places in South America at all, Monrovia, Liberia, and one of the most destabilized areas in that area, they were like, oh, be careful because there's human feces, or, you know, a lot of human feces around. Well, that's Way to go, San Francisco. You're wow. now yeah. like Monrovia, Liberia. And we have flush toilets. We have that in San Francisco. It's weird, but we have those, and they choose not to. I'm not sure about the outskirts of Liberia, but there's, you know, I think toilets per person, you know, per capita is probably pretty good. Do the homeless people in San Francisco know that they could enter a Starbucks and use the restroom <laughs> there, whether or not they're a paying customer? Yes, I'm going to make another sign. Yeah. Poop in, in Starbucks. Starbucks. <laughs> Go to Starbucks. Someone that. needs I'm to let them that. know. I'll have that for you tomorrow. So, so I want to know the, the people, the progressive ideologues who started the San Francisco transition many years ago, are they now like, we're here. Yep, look at it. Look at what we've created. It's good. Is, is this what they envisioned? Well, I, we, 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 I, I looked at, we, we, did, like we did a show on this a few weeks back, just looking at the homeless situation there and the taxes and everything. Mm -hmm. And their, suge their, their suggestion to this, their massive homeless problem was basically just to throw millions and millions of more dollars at programs to keep them more comfortable in living their lifestyle. Yeah, that's, that's what, Seattle, too. That, that's, that's all it was. They're like, oh, we have $10 million in this. We're going to put $20 million into letting them stay in a hotel for an extra two or three days or whatever. That's not going to help them. They're just going to get more comfortable and, and, you know, in their situation, and they're never going to want to get out. This is a, they, no, they, they do not learn. They just can, if there's, they have a progressive policy that's failing, how do we fix that? Let's double down on that crazy progressive policy. Right. That's, that's the suggestion. Well, also going on right now in San Francisco, you have uh, the Department of Elections just announced that they're going to allow illegal aliens to vote in the um, local Board local of Education elections. Yeah, this, is, this has happened for years all across the country, and they make the argument, it, it didn't start with illegals, though. They make the <laughs> argument with legal residents who are not citizens. They say, you are part of our community, our city, our county, whatever, and shouldn't you have, say, if you're paying taxes and your kids go to the school or whatever? Well, no, the one line you have between citizen and non-citizen is the ability to vote and decide what's right. If you want that, then become a citizen eventually. So now it's expanded to illegals as well. Mm -hmm. So in many ways, illegals have more rights and less responsibilities than American citizens. Are illegals being called up for the draft? Do they have to register for selective service to defend the country? And they're well, not paying taxes either. And, and they're no, not no, paying no, the same taxes. No, 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 wait a minute. Some of them will say, I'm paying taxes. Certain taxes. Certain taxes. They're, I'm paying certain taxes. And I'm, some of them are paying, you know, payroll taxes under a fake name. Let's just say that. But if you're an illegal and you do something illegal, are you going to go to jail for that? Or is anybody going to call ICE on you? Or are you getting a free pass because... I don't want to know your status. I mean, I know as a citizen, I do something wrong, I'm going to jail. Yeah. You realize the illegals, too, also didn't have to sign up for Obamacare. They didn't have to prove that they had health insurance in the day, whereas American citizens did. Hmm. I mean, the... No, no, no. Yeah. 
No, 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 that didn't happen. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Remember, remember what's his name? Uh, was it Joe Wilson that that said, you lie That's right. in the State of the <laughs> That's Union? That's right. That was about, uh, you know, you're going you're gonna to let illegals mm -hmm. have it. No, 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 said Barack Obama. You lie. The press hammered him. Mm -hmm. How un-American. So tell me that again. They, they didn't have to. Maybe I got it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We try to, for you subscribers, thank you, by the way, for being a subscriber. We try to get to your questions. So remember to tweet us using the hashtag TheBlazeY. Uh, Toby uh, wanted to know, he said that he hasn't seen Kellyanne Conway in a while. Um, he hasn't seen her on mainstream media or anything and wondered what had happened to her. My answer was, I don't, I don't think anything happened to her. I know that there was that, there was some sort of scandal that her husband had made some anti-Trump comments. What I was about so to say. I think maybe Good they're question. just kind of keeping her off the air. I was going to mention her husband because mm -hmm. yeah, that was a big deal. Like he kept on undermining the president, and yeah. she was having an answer for that. Like every single, you know, every other day, I, they must have, you know. Yeah, I heard. think they're just kind of uh, benching her for a while. Or. Uh oh. oh. Do you remember my moon baby theory? <laughs> <laughs> like what you're hearing? Become a Blaze Premium subscriber and watch the show anytime, anywhere, live or on demand. Go to theblaze.com slash subscribe and start watching today.